Okay, everybody, this is the first episode of the Urban Historian Podcast. I'm going to be discussing over the next six months um, European, African history, um, Native American history, and Asian minor, all the way up to the, um, the 15th century. So I'm going to start 18th, 8th century and go, go up from there. Okay, so first episode we're going to be discussing Christian Europe and how Christianity um, came into Europe. So we're going to start with the 9th century, um, the Middle Ages. By this time, Europe has been divided into smaller kingdoms from the once unified continent by the Romans. By the next 200 years, Norway, France, Venice, Portugal, Castile, Aragon, and England will become their own entities. By 900 CE, Europeans will send their first fleets into the Atlantic Ocean and search for new lands. From the middle of the 5th century to the middle of the 8th century, the Morvenian dynasty ruled France. The main base was in Paris. The dynasty was named after the Frank warrior Merovich, who had defeated Attila the Hun. However, it was Merovich's son, Chaldric I, who actually was the one who founded the dynasty. He lived um, in the 5th century, 457 to 481. That was his lifespan. Seldrick's son uh, united the Gauls into one kingdom. He then adopted Christianity for the Franks in 496. The Morvenian rule ended in 751 CE when a warrior from the other Frankish tribe, Pepin the Short or Pepin the Younger, dethroned the Merovingian king, which was Cheldric III, and took his place. Pepin was the son of the warrior Charles Martel. Martel had led an unified army of Franks and Gauls to beat away the Muslims when they had marched over from Iberia and tried to take over Gaul, which was France. This dynasty that this, that descended from Charles Martel is known as the Carolinian dynasty. Most people know of his son that was also named Charles, but most people know him by his French name, which was Charlemagne. Charlemagne gets credit for adding Northwest Spain and Saxony to his empire. On December 25th, 800 CE, when Charlemagne was between 52 and 58, Pope Leo X crowned him Emperor of Western Rome. The ceremony took place in Old St. Peter's in Rome, hence the day we now celebrate as Christmas was originally a celebration for Charlemagne himself, not Jesus. Moving on, Emperor Charlemagne established his imperial capital in the Archimen, which is now part of Germany. Fun fact, both Germans and French and French uh, monarchs take stake uh, to being descendants from Charlemagne. Pope Leo gave him authority over both church and state. Trying to improve his subjects and morals, Charlemagne used his power to create strict laws and rules causing many changes and reforms in the Catholic Church. For example, he wanted to help the common man understand the sermons, so he ordered his priests to preach in oral and local French and German dialects rather than in Latin. One of Charlemagne's most important achievements during his legacy 
is that he ordered hundreds of church texts to be rewritten since they were getting old and falling apart. This was still over 600 years before the invention of the printing. Scribes and copyists, men who copied without understanding what they were writing, copied the text by hand with quill and ink. In order to save space and time, they used less parchment. Scribes developed a new smaller style of writing known as Carolinian minuscules, which meant small. Until that time, the Latin letter forms were all uppercase and very tall. They took up a lot of space, right? And they were about the size of a Roman inch. Okay, so we're going to move along there. Um, Charlemagne died in 814 CE after a 13-year reign. He was between 65 and 71 when he passed. His empire lasted only one more generation under his son Louis because of Vikings raiding in France. These um, Scandinavians came from modern-day Norway and Denmark. The chief of the Viking raiders was named Rollo. Rollo is his Latinized version of his Norse name, which meant renowned wolf, and today translates to rough. Rollo was born to a noble Viking warrior family somewhere in Scandinavia, like I said, either Norway or Denmark, about 846. He will live to be 86 when he died in 932 CE. Rollo had been busy visiting Scotland, Ireland, and England also on pirating expeditions. He entered France between 900 CE and 905 CE, raided Frank and Gaul towns along the Seine River. Charles the Simple, the Carolinian king of West France, tried to bargain with Rollo. King Charles offered Rollo and his Norsemen the Valley of Lower Seine if they would stop their harassment of Gauls and Franks. Rollo agreed to this offer. Over time, the Norse Vikings converted from Norse paganism to Christianity and married Christian women. The French population who emerged from the ad-mixing with the Norsemen added onto their already mixed ethnic blood tie, which consisted of Franks, Gauls, Romans, and now Normans. These people were now called Normans. This lent to their name Normandy, which were the sinners of Rollo. As we move along, we, com- we covered how the, Norm- the Normans took control of France to the west. But to the east, a conservative form of Christianity be- began to congeal in mid-eastern France. The leaders of this version of Christianity insisted on religious dogma over rational science for the sake of power and money. This group will ultimately become responsible for the bloody crusades and inquisition. In the year 910, the Count of Avring established Abbey in the town of Clunky. The, these monks of Clunk of Clunky, known as Clunkings, profess rigorous monastic rulership. The strictly adhere to taking a literal stance on the Bible. This was first done in eastern France. With such statements that implied the world was flat. Now we have a lot of flat earthers coming around now. So we finally, we finally found their origin, right? 
During the 10th and 11th century, there was more religious fever in Clunky than it was in Rome. The Clunky organized the knights in Europe to fight together against the infidels, which were Moors and Jews in Jerusalem and Iberia. The Clunkies encouraged pilgrimages to all religious sites. Right? So, this is where you have the literal sense of the Bible coming from. We found the origin, right? Or one of the origins. Okay, so moving moving further to England. After Rome after Rome left the island of England and named it Brittany in the 500s, a ver- variety of Germanic people moved from northern Europe to the island to mingle with the Celts. These were at least three tribes of Germanic people. First, the Jutes from today Denmark, which occupied southern England. Two Anglos from today's southern Denmark who moved to northern England in mid um in the Midlands. And the Saxons who moved from northern Germany to southern England. These new cultures incorporated the existing Celtic and Latin cultures that eventually developed in today's Britain. Christianity took a hold to Anglo-Saxon England during the 600s. The first king to undergo the Christian sacrament of baptism was Anglo-Saxon Elthurbert of Kent. He lived in today's southern England around 601. By 655, most of England was Christianized except the kingdoms of Sussex, which remained openly pagan. Okay, as stated before, the Vikings raided British Isles during the 800s, and Norsemen were obviously pagan, so they took over much of what is known as Yorkshire. They married to uh, locals, added their genes to their um, gene pool in the area. They tried to move south, but was quickly halted by Alfred the Great. Note that Scotland and England were not invaded so heavily, so their Celtic gene pool pretty uh, pretty much remained homogeneous, right? So um, we're gonna move um, to the 11th century now. Um, a common a combined Christian army of Normans, Bretons, Franks all invaded England under the Duke of Normandy, William II also referred to as William the Conqueror. William's army killed the Anglo and the Saxon king. Um, God, Godson, Godwinson, at the Battle of Hesting in October, um, fourteenth, ten sixty-six, William Norman Dynasty, um, ruled England from France for the next eighty-eight years. Um, not until an ambitious warrior by the name of Henry claimed the throne for his house, the House of Plantagenet. Henry was the great-grandson of William, the original William the Conqueror. Yep. So that concludes the short episode of um, Christian Europe. Um, like I said, it's gonna, um, we're going to be delivering podcasts um, weekly, and we're going to be discussing many, many different topics. So we're going to move on to Portugal next week. So be prepared for that. Be on the lookout for that. Um, Thanks for tuning in, family. Um, See you next time.